Hey, everybody. Welcome to Recess with Jamie and Brian. The podcast that invites you to take a playful approach to living awake. I almost missed my cue. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It's, this is episode number four yeah. that we are recording now. And it has been an interesting ride over the last few weeks since we started our podcast. Huh, Brian? For sure. I mean, I, you know, I think... Well, I've been in the in the throes of of moving from LA and uh, back up to Oregon for a little while, and so yeah, so I've been kind of balancing a lot of different things. Yeah, for sure. And mm. you know, we were talking before we started the recording about how there's big transitions in life, and one of the things that is a huge transition is a move and the bigger the move, meaning moving out of like one neighborhood to another neighborhood. Yeah, you feel it because there's obviously stressors with packing and, and getting all those stuff, you know, over to the new location and da, da, da. But you moved out of state and that's an even bigger move in many ways because you're not only moving from the neighborhood, but you're moving from people, you're moving from uh, the environment, which has an effect on us. And, you know, I would imagine there's a bit of a grief going on and, you know, some other feelings and emotions that go along with it and mindset even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do we have two hours? Um, <laughs> well, no, you know, you know, I actually just thought of another one when, when you were kind of mentioning that, but yeah. So for me, you know, I moved, I left my family business 12 years ago and I moved away from Salem where I'm from uh, to Reno for four years. And then I moved to LA for seven. So I've been in LA for the last seven years and, you know, and I went there with, you know, kind of dreams of grandeur like everybody else does. Not necessarily just like, you know, TV and film and acting, but, but to kind of develop um, what I thought, you know, was, you know, my, my calling, you know, the, <clears throat> the self-help field and books and speaking and all that kind of stuff. And so I went there with, you know, a very open mind and just kind of a happily expect <clears throat> the unexpected attitude. And it, it went really well. You know, I've learned so much about myself and feel like I got a lot of education in a lot of different ways. You know, I think uh, acting classes kind of taught me um, how to feel more and gave me permission to feel more and really step into, you know, um, allowing that to come through. And, you know, I also learned, you know, I got an education being in front of a camera from um, all my projects, plus all the, you know, the movies and, and shows I did. And so, I mean, it was a, it was, I guess it's a resounding success, correct? You know, I mean, I guess it depends on a version of success. You know, I didn't have a regular gig on a show or anything like that, but, but I, I accomplished a lot. And so leaving there, um, you know, I guess subconsciously, I, I, when I got here uh, to Silverton about a week and a half ago, I was tired. I mean, you know, just like you mentioned, just putting all the stuff together, packing, uh, donating, selling, giving away, just mailing all my boxes up here. And, you know, that's a lot of work. And then getting up here. And then I think the more I thought about it, I think, you know, I probably am grieving or mourning the moving away there, whether it's some of my really good friends or it's just maybe kind of feeling like I'm out of the game a little bit, which, which I'm not really because I'm still going to go back down there for projects. But that and, you know, did I, did I accomplish what I set out to do you know what I mean did I was that was it successful and so I think that coupled with 
coming here to be to be in her family for about six months um i needed to come up here the, the energy is so much lighter and you know nature and, and just just i needed to refill my cup I, I was just going so hard down there and right now la is really tough it kind of feels soulless in a lot of ways with with the COVID and with the cost of things and the smoke and the fires and the heat and the earthquake we had a couple weeks ago it's just i needed to get away and so but coming up here to be around family which i love my family and it's amazing but yet i think sometimes we we tap back into some of those kind of like annoyances that we have with each other and stuff and like i'm not you know autonomous anymore i'm kind of like i'm, I'm, I'm kind of does that make sense I mean, you're part of yeah, so much going on. I, I, I really realized that I'm juggling um, as I settle in. Of course. And it's an adjust. There's an adjustment period that happens, you know, sure. and that needs to happen because you're in you're having to integrate. I like to consider transitions like you've just eaten or tasted this big meal and now <laughs> you need time for it to digest to metabolize and that's part of what uh is happening and if you enjoy the meal then you know taking that adjustment time and all that can be exciting <laughs> and fun and light and but if the meal was a little heavier than you expected or it didn't quite taste the way you wanted it to or it didn't <laughs> i don't know how many times i've eaten something that it's like oh that didn't agree with me right then right. then you go through the process of either eliminating or or just not feeling awesome and and so you have to give yourself a lot of space and grace and time to uh, adjust and i have to say to me there's nothing that brings you back to bone more than being an adult especially an older adult and going and living with <laughs> mom and dad you know or or them moving in with you because i know there's a lot of listeners out there that are also working with their elderly parents and considering do i move them in with me do i send them off to elderly care you know whatever and so there's the dynamics that happen within family life when you're it's like yeah i'm not the 10 year old little toehead girl that I once was. And here's mom and dad looking at me and treating me sometimes as if I'm that way. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so there's those adjustments that have to happen. I think also one of the things you were pointing to, and I'll use my words with it is that yeah. you're, you may be processing, were there some hopes and dreams that either weren't fulfilled or they weren't fulfilled in the way that I originally thought they were. And yes. so there's a letting go of the idea and I have to tell you, that's probably a big theme right now, especially in the in the stage of COVID that we're in, because we've been isolated. We've been, you know, um, having to do a lot more virtual connections. And so the mind and the ideas and the fantasies and the what ifs start to become bigger and bigger. And they start to become more of the reality than the actual physical uh, experience. And I think that there's a, a sense of loss to an idea that seems harder to let go of these days than just the physical place. Like you shed your skin of, of the location, but maybe there's some ideas that you're like, hmm, I didn't get to fulfill that, or I had thought I would go that way. Now I have to let it go because I'm not there. Do you know what I'm saying? No, there's so much gold there. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um... You know, I mean, I'm very proud of all that I did. I mean, God, I think I wrote three books there and, and just really got involved in a lot of really cool projects. I got a small part in a TV show coming up. I mean, what more can I ask for? And 
but yet you, you're correct when it's, I think we can set ourselves up with our expectations in such a way that, that what we do accomplish doesn't feel like an accomplishment. So what does feel like an accomplishment? How do people mm. feel accomplished in life? Gosh. Is well, it really about I, achieving? Because we talk no. about perfection all the time and how it doesn't really exist. So it's like, yay, I accomplished that task. Now what's the next <laughs> one? So when do well, you oh, feel I, accomplished? I, I, yeah, I mean, I've been on the merry-go-round for sure. Um, well, I think ultimately it, it, it comes down to how much self-awareness we have in regards to like how much love and acceptance we have for ourselves. You know, the more that we can really just accept ourselves with who we are and what we have to work with and and just just be okay with that the, that other stuff gets so much easier and there's so much weight release that, that can be carried due to the due to a you know not a sufficient amount um speaking for myself of course um so you know i feel i know i needed to come up here so it's it's okay and and i don't I just need to maybe just settle in and just feel those feelings a little bit and kind of grieve maybe the the those old stories that I told myself of, of the of the expectations that I held for myself and let them go. And and you know, I could do a better job of celebrating my wins and looking back at all the stuff that I have done because I've been very I'm very grateful and have been blessed and and uh, I don't do a good enough job of that. Yeah, but I also mm -hmm. yes, yeah, and I think that for me to do what I really want to do and what I was put here to do, I needed to leave there and reset my method of operation. Yeah, to be able to give myself the room to do that and in a healthier way that was more enjoyable for me. Well, you know what's interesting that this is bringing up for me is when you're talking about the expectations and you know maybe grieving some unfulfilled expectations or resetting your expectations now that you're in a different location and yeah. like what's next for Brian kind of thing. But I, I think also for those who are listening, what I am looking at is not as much about the expectation as the standard. So what's the standard in which we are living our lives by now? Because an expectation, if you think about it, like Hollywood, you're talking about acting and all that. Hollywood set a standard that if you're not making the big bucks and, and walking the red carpet and, you know, producing films or acting, you know, being this great actor, that suddenly, you know, you're not successful. Is that, you know, is, yeah. yeah, is your expectation that you have to be that? Or is it that your standard is I want to be the best at what I'm doing in this moment and I want to continue to grow and learn and raise that standard based on my uh, abilities moment by moment. I love that. No, that's so true. And I really, for the most part, I, I, I feel like I'm, you know, trying to do that. And especially now, the last couple of years, as I became more self-aware of, of just, you know, one project after another, what's next, what, what's next to get to that finish line which was not providing me any happiness at all um yeah it really i'm just trying to stay in the present moment and surrender and just honor my intuition here's the big question i'm putting you in the hot seat for a second okay please mm -hmm. do <laughs> and i remind a lot of my clients of this question and because it's one that i have posted that i look at every day but when you look back on your experience in la regardless of this outcome have you been able to look in the mirror and say, I have peace with myself? 
I'm almost there. I'm not quite there yet. So the reason I asked that question and, you know, I appreciate you answering honestly is yeah. because when we make decisions and, and you can even answer that, you know, this decision to move back home for six months, you know, can you, regardless of the outcome, have peace with yourself because you've been in alignment with your values, those non-negotiables, those things that you're like, no, this is what I have to do for Brian. And, and I ha and it lines up with my integrity, my, my transparency, whatever, you know, your values mm -hmm. might be. And, and I think that's probably the, the best way that I can say for all of us to be able to move forward and look at our decision making. We're not going to hit the mark 100% of the time. And that's when we do look in the mirror and go, oh, damn it, I did that again, you know, or that yeah. really wasn't what I wanted to do because I compromised a non-negotiable of mine. So you learn from it. But I think that for me, that's what I strive for when I make decisions is does this decision line up with my values? Absolutely. And, and, and I, and it does, I'm, I'm at peace with having come up here. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, for sure. I just, I needed to do it for myself and just, it, I felt it coming for about eight or nine months, just intuitively that it was time to time to leave there. And, um, you know, my, my goal as we've talked about before is to find a really quality kind of used sprinter van or some kind of a vehicle that I can drive around the U S um, you know, the latter half of next year. And, and, and create content and just just kind of heal and connect with people and um and that really excites me and so i know i'll get there it's just a matter of um just this this interim i need needed to step back and uh slow things down a little bit just like to, like i mentioned to, to kind Here's of reset and refill my cup yeah and, and so i i can't there's this part of me that's an overachiever and now you know what i mean and so okay, so I'm not going to be achieving that much right now. That's okay. Now it's time just to kind of chop wood and carry water. And I don't know. I think that's an achievement alone to just learn how to be. Well, We're such good human yes, doing. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I, I have to be a little controversial there. I think that's, no, no, the, no, part, thank you. that's no. the mindset that I think so many of us have gotten into, especially here in the U.S., is, is the more we oh. do, the more we accomplish. Instead of why can't accomplishment be, I just sat here for half an hour reading a book and and that was enough <laughs> it can know? be and it is it really is um Here's i think for me, yeah yeah oh, okay go for it so in the middle of this morning yeah and this more somber just being shedding some skin time can you find playfulness how can you find some <laughs> lightheartedness in it is it possible oh for sure um, you know, every morning I've been going down and uh, getting an iced tea that's just a couple blocks from Main Street. It's just a small little Mayberry type town. So I've been walking with my mom and brother, and that's been, you know, fun and goof around a little bit. And, um, I've got some friends in the area that I'm going to connect with once I kind of get acclimated and kind of get grounded. And, uh, so that'll be good. And uh, Silver Creek Falls State Park is only about 10 miles away, and there's 11 waterfalls there. It's a beautiful place to go walk and hike. And so, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I think another thing that's just kind of making it tough is just I'm living out of boxes the last couple of weeks as I kind of set up my little area and stuff. I, you know, <laughs> and so you know how that is. Well, how could living out of boxes become playful? <laughs> that's the question to explore. Right. No, I know. You're right. Yeah. 
Because I think that's one of the things with, we talk about self-awareness is really knowing your strengths. And one of yours is adventure. You have no mm -hmm. problem with adventure. You love adventure. How do you make an adventure out of living out of boxes, right? And, and I think it is a mind shift. And, and you don't have to answer that question. I'm just kind of posing it for people who are listening is how really looking at yourselves and saying, what is my strength here? You know, for me, I'm a bit of a realist Pollyanna. So I have a tendency to look at, hey, there's some um, pain here in my body. Now, how can I shift out of it? Right. So I yeah. have a I have a way of looking at what's true and then trying to make it pretty <laughs> and yeah. or positive. And yeah. because not because I um, get rid of the negative, but because I believe if you stay in the negative, you just create disease and more tension and more issues and you make oh, it you over traumatize. It more sure. than it be. So, um, sure. you know, I, I won't let that happen. Yeah, right. I know you are. So, <laughs> so with that, you know, I mean, how do you find that adventure or playful? Uh, well, I think, yeah, I think part of it for me, I just, I, you know, I'm kind of mourning the loss of my buddies too, that I, you know, sure. saw every day when we went walking. So, I, you know, I'll try to meet some new people here and, and uh, I'm going to join a gym next week. And so that'll be good just because I, I have to move and I love that. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, I'm blessed. Everything is perfect as it should be, but you know, I, as I'd mentioned right before we went live, I just kind of, I just kind of started realizing the last, you know, week or so that I think, I think I'm mourning this. The Absolutely. Most, you know. Well, and I also want to point out that even creating a positive mindset or, or taking on that adventure spirit for you, we also, it's a, always a razor's edge we walk, but we don't want to run too fast yes. from the process either. So it's not like, oh, Brian, don't feel bad. It's, you <laughs> right. know, shame on you. You've been mourning for a week now. Aren't you over it yet? I mean, it's none of that because that's a, it's grief. And you, can't tell, you can't tell somebody to stop grieving. I mean, you'll, you know, I can't tell you how many people are like, when am I going to get through this? And I'm like, when you do. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Some things can take years and it's okay. But I can tell you that every day there's a new perspective and there's a new way of being. And you're, you're not going to be the same person tomorrow that you are right now. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, and yesterday it was, it's not that it wasn't hard. I'm always really feel like I'm pretty grateful, but I really tried to become really highly aware of that yesterday and just, just think about, you know, the, the things that I am grateful for and just sit in that and that that made it a lot easier I think you know sometimes we can forget that and then we're looking outside of ourselves you know what I mean and, and, uh, yeah well also I, I go back to that phrase you can't heal something you don't feel so I think that's the yeah. other point I'm trying to make is that you have to feel it and you'll know when the time comes for you to move out of that emotion or out of that process. But my encouragement is don't stay stuck in it. And the mind has a wonderful way of recreating the story over and over and over again to a place of ad nauseum that you end up, you know, go spiraling into this darker place that it wasn't necessary to go there. You know, it's more of just allowing the emotions to emote, feeling them without mm -hmm. a, without a story to them. That's the practice. That's perfectly said. Well, yeah. So yeah. easier yeah. said than done. It, as I always say, it's a practice, not perfection. Yeah. So. Did you did you feel that? Did you grieve a little bit leaving the East Coast? Absolutely. 
I, I've been through several transitions uh, of grieving and, and while I was very excited to move out west because mm -hmm. I love the west coast and I've lived so many years on the east, it was, I was ready. I knew it was time, but uh, the first year I traveled back east five times. So it tells you, ah. <laughs> but that was my way of, of being able to transition with grace. I needed to be able to still feel connected to the east and slowly make my transition. And then here comes COVID a year later that I don't have it. I mean, I've been back east twice now since uh, COVID, but, um, you know, it, knowing that having the experience, should I say, I kept saying, I'm only a plane ride away. Well, I put my money where my mouth was, so to speak, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I found the adventure in it, but it is difficult because my family's on the East Coast, you know, and my kids who are my heart, pieces of my heart walking around in other bodies, you know, that's a hard one. And, and at the same time, it was an invitation of expansion for me. So, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. If you, if you just think about it that way, you know, it's an opportunity for expansion. I mean, and then, then we just kind of, I think it takes some of the, the, the blocks off or the you know what I mean the limits the 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 I'm not very ready to go yeah but but you know if we just yeah if we just sit sit confidently and just you know I'm growing I'm expanding right now and it's just let's just see what happens instead of kind of like feeling negative about it or or you know what I mean or just going through that that blows me place. Well it's one of those it is where you are so you can either fight it or you can flow with it. And I think that's the part that I'm working with in, you know, we often talk about the fight, flight, or freeze mode, which is that reptilian brain that kicks in. And I would offer that if we can keep working with that survival instinct and transition it into thriving, that's being in the flow. So it's fight, flight, freeze, or flow. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So. Well, it looks like we're coming to the end of this episode, and I know it's to be continued, Brian, because transi yeah. transitions don't usually just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, next week, it's going to be lovely. No, I mean, things are lovely now, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, we'll see what kind of uh, playful nuggets come out of, you know, our next uh, time yeah. together, because... Yeah. I, even though this episode may be a little more somber, I think it's important. So I think that's the one thing that is really crucial to end my diatribe with, and that is it's okay to have these serious somber moments. Those are just as important as the lighthearted. What I would mm -hmm. offer is that we don't stay stuck so that we can stay in the flow. Mm -hmm. Amen. Can, I, can I read something really shortly? I would or, love it. Why don't, yeah, let's end the episode on, on your reading. That'd be great. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well. It's called trust, and it just—I don't know—it felt appropriate right now. Um, flowing and joyful, the way it should be, as we wander through life, trying to see a life full of yearning, of goodness, of grace, letting go of conflict, struggle, the race. It's easy to see with imperfect eyes all that is synthetic, illusion, lies. It holds us back, caught up in that play, against the grain, slow-moving decay. Life, growth, and love, always hand in hand except each for their worth, also grand. It doesn't have to sting or even bite. Faith in the process, not in the fight. Your vision becomes clear, always to scale. Energy shifted, you blaze a new trail. Perfection exists, presence is key. Each moment treasure sets you free. Trust in your path, step into the light. Through nature soars and always takes flight.
Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And thanks, everybody, to listening to Recess with Jamie and Brian. We hope that you enjoy your week. And just know that we're here to support Mm. and to play with you and to even grieve with you, if that's what's Mm. called. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks, everybody. Mm -hmm.